Hulk Recorded live.
Amen, amen. The Lord bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, who was and is and is to come. We thank God this Lord's day for who he is and all that he has done to us, through us, and for us. I know some of you are a little surprised as um, I had an opportunity to get back on a keyboard. Uh, The saints pulled one out here today, and uh, I was just very excited to be able to um, give the Lord a little praise and a little worship. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we just finished our most recent topic entitled Make Yourself. Make Yourself. How important it is for us as children of God to make ourselves do the things that are pleasing in the eyesight of God. See, as children of God, any mistakes that we make or any shortcomings or weaknesses or faults that we have, it's not the devil's fault. It's not in our enemy's fault. It's not anybody else's fault other than ours. God has empowered us to make ourselves be better Christians. He has empowered us to make ourselves better sons, better daughters, better parents. He's given us the power to make ourselves better when it comes down to the things of God. We're just going to take a very brief look here, children of God, at something uh, one of the young saints had suggested that we uh, talk about, and, um, and that's good. It's a good thing when you see young people that uh, want to hear on various topics uh, from the Word of God. That's a good thing because the Bible tells young people in the Scripture to remember your Creator in the days of your youth. As young people, if you remember God and you remember to do the things that are pleasing in his sight from your youth, you are positioning yourself for blessings later on in life. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus. We want to take a look briefly here at faith. We're going to talk a little bit about faith today. I was questioning some of the young people here uh, in Pretoria. I asked them, what is faith? And some of the responses were not the most favorable, but I told the young people, I said, after today, you will know what faith is. Now, we're going to look at the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, with a very special focus on verse 1. Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. From the New International Version, the scripture says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. From the King James Version, the scripture says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, we as children of God, as mature saints, we understand exactly what that means very well. It's the substance of things hoped for, meaning that faith is when we are sure that what God has said he's going to do, he's going to do it. We are sure, even though it hasn't happened yet, even though it hasn't manifested itself yet, faith is being sure in what God says. We're sure that there is a heaven. Why? Because God says so. We're sure as children of God that there is a hell. Why? Because God said so. So it's being sure of what God says, even if we can't see it right now. Faith is being sure 
of the promises of God. It's being sure of what God has said he's going to do. We are sure as children of God that if we do what God says, we're going to be blessed, even though we may not see the blessing right now, even though the blessing may be somewhere in the distant future. But we believe that because God has said if we do or if we say or if we're about a certain thing, we will be blessed, and we trust that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. In other words, we're trusting what God has said. A simplified definition of faith is what? Trusting what God has said. Now, young people that are with us here, if mommy tells you that uh, uh, later on in the evening you're going to go to the cinema or later on you're going to go to get some ice cream, because you trust what mommy or you trust what daddy has said, you believe that later on in the evening you're going to go to the movie or you're going to go to get some ice cream. Why? Because that's what mommy or that's what daddy or that's what a trusted individual has said. Well, you're having faith in that individual. You're believing what they have said. If, if mommy or daddy tells you that if you clean up your room, they're going to give you some money, then when you clean up your room, you are expecting to receive what? Money, because you have trusted what? What they told you. Well, as children of God, we trust what God has told us. God has told us that if we will draw near to him, he will draw near to us. So what we do is what do we do? We start moving closer to God, and we believe and we take by faith that God is going to move closer to us. So faith, children of God. See, see, see God says this now. God says, Robert, tell my people that without faith, it is impossible for you to please me. As children of God, we need to understand that without faith, we cannot please God. Nothing we do without faith pleases God. Nothing we say without faith pleases God. Nothing we believe without faith pleases God. When we, do, when we don't have faith or when we don't trust what God has said, then what we are actually doing is we are casting a shadow on the character of God. When we don't believe God, when we don't trust God, when we don't take God at his word, then we, 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 what we're really saying is, God, I don't trust you. And, and I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice, if there was ever anyone in creation that was worthy to be trusted, worthy to be believed, worthy to be followed, it is our God. For God cannot lie. Men and women, we can lie. Even your parents, even your pastors, even your oldest, elders, overseers, we can tell you one thing and end up doing another. Why? Because we are human. But God is not a man that he, he, that he should lie, nor is he the son of man that he should repent. When God tells you he's going to do something, you can rest assured he's going to do it. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. Now, what is hope? Hope is when we are looking forward to something that has not yet appeared. We're hoping. If we're not married, we're hoping to be married. If, we're, if we don't have any money, we're hoping to get some money. Hope is when it's something that is not seen, something that has not yet manifest that we are looking forward to. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. It's being sure that, that what we are trusting God for is going to come. We're trusting God for the kingdom of heaven to come down out of heaven. God is going to do it. 
we're trusting God that that uh, when Jesus Christ comes back in the clouds to rapture or to catch up his people, that we're going with him. We're trusting God. And God says, Robert, tell my people that the more they trust me, God says, the more pleased I am with them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Bible says that Abraham was the father, was known as the father of them that believe. He's known as the father of them that believe. Why? Abraham believed God. You out there under the sound of my voice, you want to be blessed. Some of you are saying, yes, yes, apostle. I want to be blessed. God says, then tell them to believe God. Trust what God has told you. Trust what God has promised you. Do your part of the covenant and trust that God is going to do his part. Abraham believed God, and the Bible says, and it was credited unto him as righteousness. Faith is being sure of what? What we hope for is being sure that we're going to receive from God what he said he's going to give us and certain of what we do not see. Children of God, I encourage you today. As you increase your faith, you are increasing your pleasurability toward God. Let me say that again. As you increase your faith. See, nobody can increase your faith for you. Mommy can't increase your faith for you. Daddy can't increase your faith for you. Apostle, pastor, we can't increase your faith. You have to increase your faith. In other words, and I'm seeing how God is tying this message into the last series that we just finished on, you have to make yourself. Our last series was entitled Make Yourself. You've got to make yourself trust God. You've got to make yourself believe God. You've got to make yourself study God, study God's word, because after all, it is your soul that is on the line. Let me tell you something out there under the sound of my voice. If you end up in hell, it's nobody's fault but your own. If you end up in hell, it's no, you can't blame the devil. You can't blame demons. You can't blame rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world, spiritual wickedness in high places. It's nobody's fault but your own. God has given you his word. God has given you a road map to make it from earth to glory, to make it from earth to heaven. Now, if you don't study, you don't want to hear what God's prophets, his apostles have to say. You'd rather play video games all the time. You'd rather watch TV. You'd rather talk on the telephone. You'd rather do something. That's your choice. I encourage you under the sound of my voice. Get involved in activities that will increase your faith. You say, Apostle, how do we increase my faith? How do we increase our faith? You increase your faith by studying God's word, one thing. Study. You've got to find out what God has said. There's no way you're going to please God if you don't know what God wants you to do. There's no way you can please God if you don't know what he has said. God has given us his word that we might study it, that we might find out how he wants us to behave, how he wants us to talk, how he wants us to live, how he wants us to preach, to teach, to walk, how he wants a church to be. As you study God's word, that's one of your first steps in increasing your faith. Because as you study more of God's word, you will know more of God's word. And as you know more of God's word, God will like for you to do more of God's word. And that's when God is pleased. The more of God's word that you take in and do, the more God is pleased. Jesus was the word of God manifested. 
he always did what God wanted him to do. He knew exactly what God wanted him to do, and he did exactly what God wanted him to do. I encourage you, child of God, under the sound of my voice, find out what God wants you to do, do what God wants you to do, and you will see your faith increase. And when your faith increases and your works increase, the blessings in your life will begin to increase. God has got good things for you and for I, but he's waiting on us to find out from him what we need to do to get them. Let me say that again. God has got great things for you and for me, but he is waiting on us to find out from him what we need to do in order to get them. I encourage you, under the sound of my voice, dig down deep into God's word. Find out how God wants you to do every little thing, and you will see the blessings of God begin to manifest. You will see the blessings of God begin to grow. You will, you will put a smile on God's face. God loves it when he sees his children seeking his face. God loves it when he sees his children wanting to study. God loves it when he sees his children wanting to hear what the Spirit of God has to say in these last and evil days. And I guarantee you, child of God, under the sound of my voice, when you please God, God will please you. Take it in the natural. God says take it in the natural. Now I'm going to ask one of the young people that are here with us, if, 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 as a child, you do things that are pleasing to mommy and daddy. Normally, what will mommy and daddy do? One of the saints said, one of the young saints says, buy something. What else would they do? If you're doing a lot of things that mommy and daddy like, what will mommy and daddy normally do for you? Give you what? Give you gifts, take you places, do all sorts of things. But what if you are doing a lot of stuff that mommy and daddy don't like? How, what will mommy and daddy do sometimes? Shout at you. Some of you all on the sound of my voice, God is shouting at you. What else will mommy and daddy do if, they, if, you, if you're not doing the things that are pleasing? What else? Well, one of the saints said, one of the young saints that said, beat you. See, you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Some of you all under the sound of my voice, God is beating you. You're wondering why things are so difficult, why so things are so problematic, why things are... God is beating you. Just like a natural parent, when a natural child does not do the things that are pleasing to that parent, sometimes that parent may have to beat them. So it is with God. I want to encourage you, child of God. Let us, let us receive less beatings from God and begin to receive more blessings from God. When the beatings in your life are up, the blessings in your life are down. But when the beatings, when you do those things that are pleasing to God, and the, the beatings will go down, and the blessings will come up. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on you. This was just a little, a little special broadcast. Uh, the saints had found me a keyboard, and I was just so excited to give God little praise to music and a little worship, uh, but God also had a word for you all. I pray that you are blessed under the sound of my voice and that God will continue to take you higher and higher in him. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you today, Father, for being who you are. We thank you, Father, for this new week that you have allowed us to see. We thank you for this new day that you have allowed us to see. We thank you for this new month that you have allowed us to see. Father, you have been good. 
You have been gracious. You have been so kind to us. We appreciate you, and we love you. Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, I pray that they have been acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God, my strength, and my redeemer. I pray, Father, for every soul under the sound of my voice. May these words that have been spoken in their hearing take root in the very fabric, in the very soil of their soul, that they may grow strong in you and in your mighty power. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. We pray, Father, that you watch over your people as we part from this place of worship. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. We ask these and all of the blessings in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen and amen. Children of God, you know that I'm on a missionary tour in the great country of South Africa, city of Pretoria. If the Lord unctions you, uh, I pray that you will be a blessing to this ministry, that we'll be able to continue to get the broadcast out to you while I'm out of the United States. And uh, um, you can go to our Talk Shoe homepage and our church website, click on Donate, and let the Lord uh, uh, touch your heart to be a blessing to us. If this blessing, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, may God keep you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.